Hey everyone, welcome to the show. In this episode, we are going to talk about Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is a special edition of the Diz Unplugged, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table today by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey, everybody. The host of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, Mr. Tom Bell. Hey, folks. The lovely and talented Ms. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. The lovely and talented Mr. Michael Bowling. <laughs> hey there, hi there, ho there. Also from the uh, Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. And, of course, the lovely and talented William Perry. Hello. Who needs to sit up straight. Sorry. So you're in frame. It's all slouched over. <laughs> and uh, back in the uh, production nook, the lovely and talented... <laughs> Not that talented. Not, well, I didn't say graceful. <laughs> Rhino Clavin on the switch. Hey. And, of course, our producer, Dustin West. Hi. And our associate producer, Craig Williams. Hi. So, as part of our seven resorts in seven days at Disneyland, uh, we are obviously have to talk about uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. If we have to, yeah. If we have to. <laughs> And, uh, of course, there are only three official Disney hotels at Disneyland, the Grand California being one of them, Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier. To round out the other four, we were, we've been covering uh, some of the off-property hotels we thought might, uh, might interest you. But uh, before we get into our discussion on the Grand Californian, Craig has put together a little overview for you. So here it is. Beautifully done, Craig. Beautifully Thank done. You. Very nice video. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> now I'm yeah. hungry, yeah. Um, so I, it's probably no, uh, no big news to anybody who watches the show on any regular basis that, well, I like the Grand Californian. It's not my favorite. My favorite is uh, Disneyland Hotel. Um, but one of the reasons why Grand Californian is not my favorite is the rooms. I, I'm not a fan of the rooms. But I'm also not a fan of the rooms at Wilderness Lodge. And a lot of people are. So this is really just more my personal my personal taste. Um, the vast majority of people don't that I talk to don't agree with me on this. So I want to put that out there. But this is done in the style and by the same architect who is responsible for Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge. And uh, it, has, it, it is... Uh, Craftsman style. Thank you, craftsman style. Um, can you give us a little background on the hotel? Um, I can. Actually, it's based on the grand lodges of the national parks, such as the Awani Lodge in Yosemite, the, the lodge in Yellowstone National Park, uh, in Glacier National Park. And it's done in a craftsman style, which is where the the hotel is supposed to sort of be organic in that it's supposed to reflect its surroundings so it's made from money. the natural yes <laughs> it's, made from money. It's, it's made from the the materials 
that are in the environment around the hotel. So, so theoretically, the stone, the wood, um, the marble, everything that's in, that makes up that building in a craftsman style is supposed to be from nature, from the natural environment which the building is sitting in. And that, and it was supposed to be in direct contrast to the Victorian overly ornate style that was very popular at the time. And that's why Frank Lloyd Wright, who's probably the the one we most know for the craftsman style um you know promoted it because he hated victorian style and all its ornateness and stuffiness he wanted more airy openness which is what the grand californian has when you go into the grand californian you'll notice how a lot of the pillars and everything are are large at the base and then they sort of the uh, people listening can't see me doing this but then they swoop up and it becomes more narrow all of the columns the shape of the hotel itself that's to reflect the shape of a tree I like the, the over the check-in area where they had the it was supposed to replicate a, a church, wasn't it? That right. the tree branches like actually curved, and there was quite a few of them up there. The fireplace right. does that, right? It's really big base, and it gets smaller as it goes up. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so so that was the that, that was the purpose of craftsmen to reflect the color and the nature and the materials from nature. And so that that permeates through the whole hotel. All of the ornamentation, it's all animals, um, insects. Uh, You'll notice their theme is bears all throughout the hotel. There's hidden Tinkerbell at the front desk as you look at the... um, at the ceramic bears that are playing there. Um, even the gates of to the pool are all in different styles of nature, but they all line up with something in in real nature itself, whether it's lining up with the sunrise or lining up with, well, the trees cover it now, but it lines up, even there's, there's this one style of gate at the pool that is a direct line of sight to Mickey's fun wheel, and, and it all coordinates together, but the trees have now grown so much, right. um, you can't see it any longer. So, so that's, that's the story behind Craftsman and behind the Grand Californian. There's also um, details in what they did with the, talking about the style of it reflecting nature, just to the point that different sides of the hotel reflect have different colors <coughs> too. I, I think we were looking at one side of the hotel and they told us that the colors on that side was uh, to kind of reference moss because moss always mm-hmm. grows on, on one particular side. side of the tree. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just the, the detail that went into this resort is and kind of jaw-dropping. We should say that we all took a tour. Um, we did take the tour the I forgot what this one was called, but it's a free tour. It's offered several times a week. Um, as a resort guest, you get a a printout of everything that's going on while you're there, and this is one of them, and it's a free tour, and this lady was awesome for the details. She even stayed longer afterwards There's with us, showing us some other things at the hotel. So if you're interested... You know, take the tour. And there's a tour for Disneyland Hotel as well called the Happiest Hotel on Earth that's open to guests. And you don't have to be staying. You can be staying in any of the Disney hotels in order to sign up for that tour. And before you get into – I'm sorry. uh, Before you get into the details of the Grand Californian, you've got to walk into the the, the lobby – which is one of those lobbies, mm-hmm. much like Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge. It just has that wow factor. Yeah. But uh, this is a more elegant lobby than, I would say, at Wilderness Lodge or at Animal Kingdom Lodge. 
but not elegant to the point where you're uncomfortable. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I refer, I'll reference uh, the lobby at the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. Uh, our flagship resort here, this is the flagship resort in California. And, uh, you know, the Grand, Cal- the Grand Floridian, there is that elegance, but mm-hmm. there's that uptight Victorian elegance. Yeah. I would say maybe where Grand um, Floridian is elegant, Grand Californian is sophisticated. Very good. Mm-hmm. Good choice of words. Thanks. And, uh, you know, it's it's a massive hotel. I mean, and just in terms of it, it's it, the amount of space it takes up and the number of places there are to, to explore. And it's sprawling. And uh, I, I will talk a little bit about the rooms. Um, if you've stayed at the Wilderness Lodge, then you've stayed at the Grand California because the rooms are identical. They're laid out identical. They're about the same square footage, I believe about 350 square feet, which I find to be on the small side for a deluxe. A lot of earth tones, a lot of those mossy greens, browns, the uh, mission style, uh, um, you know, uh, touches, whether it's the lamps and the furnishings. furnishings. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I find the rooms kind of, you know, and I say this about the Wilderness Lodge, I find them kind of dark and dank. Um, and just not airy and not bright and not I don't feel like it's not it's not relaxing to me see it's um, very relaxing to me that's the style of it. well this is and you, like I said I, I need to make sure I qualify this heavily I, I haven't met too many people that agree with me on this um, this is an incredibly popular hotel it's also a very expensive hotel it is not unusual it's also the Californian DVC hotel. Right. Right. But it's not unusual for a hotel room here, uh, a standard room, to run $500 a night. It's not unusual at all. And there are times, especially during the busier peak season, holidays, where it can go even north of that. So it's, it's not an inexpensive place to stay. It does have direct access into California Adventure. So... If you're staying at the Grand Californian, it literally, there is a special entrance to California Adventure for hotel guests. That uh, I would say, like with the, the hotel itself, I didn't find myself when we were there a couple years ago on the ABD trip, staying in my room and doing things. I found myself going down to the lobby because the lobby felt so inviting with the fireplaces and stuff. Very open. I would rather stay down in the lobby and enjoy my evening rather than staying up in my room. Well, speaking of that, we were doing the Backstage Magic, the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic in December. We stayed there, decorated for Christmas. Mm. Wow. Okay, wow. The best hot chocolate I've ever tasted in my life. Oh, really? I mean, like, this was like first-rate hot chocolate. Wow. This was not from a mix. This was, I mean, they make this hot chocolate, and... When I tell you, you take one sip of it, you're like, no, this isn't real. This can't be This can't be that good. And I must have gone down there three or four more times to get really this good. hot chocolate. Wow. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, what are your opinions of uh, those who have stayed at the Grand? Uh, opinions of the rooms? 
Um, Carol and I stay there fairly regularly because we're Disney Vacation Club members, but we've also stayed in the regular rooms as well, and we love it. Um, yeah, I agree. The rooms are a little dark because it's dark wood and all that. Um, Disney Vacation Club rooms are very limited. Um, they, there's only like 52 villas mm-hmm. altogether, so it's very difficult to it's a small get property. In. Yeah, and and the you know we're here the the shops um, where you can buy groceries. At um, for the Disney Vacation Club members, it's more extensive. It's very limited in Whitewater snacks, what you can purchase for your kitchen supplies. But um, we find them very comfortable. Um, we f- we find the rooms, you know, I don't know. We f- we find that there's enough room in them, um, plenty of closet space. Um, we do like the fact that it it is the hotel is in the park, so that we can just have that easy access in and out until 11 a.m. That is limited to guests of the Disney hotels at entrance. Correct. And they will check your t- your room key. Yes. And after 11 a.m., it's okay for anybody. Or if you have a reservation at one of the restaurants, um, you can go in and out that way. But um, we love it. It's, it's one of our favorites. Uh, I'd say being used to that size of room <laughs> from Disney World Resorts, it's it's not a shock whenever you get there and you see it as that size. And in terms, if you like Wilderness Lodge, it is extremely comfortable and it's nice. The only time I stayed in that room was for the one ABD that I got to go on. And I loved it. But the only downside is that before I was in that room, I stayed over at the Disneyland Hotel on my first trip before that. And once you see how big a room you can have at Disneyland, then it's a little <laughs> harder to go down. But... I mean, if I had the option to stay at Grand Californian again, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I uh, like I said, my preference is absolutely the Disneyland Hotel uh, for a number of reasons, which I outlined, I think, quite clearly in the Disneyland Hotel show that we did. Yeah. But uh, there are many factors of the Grand Californian that I love, um, not the least of which is that lobby. Uh, mm-hmm. That lobby is absolutely spectacular. I could, very, I could just sit there all afternoon and listen oh, to the yeah. piano player. I was just going to say, yeah. it's a very comfortable yeah. lobby just to sit and do that. Uh, but also some great dining options. Mm-hmm. We had an opportunity to have breakfast at Storyteller's Cafe. And I've eaten breakfast at Storyteller's quite a few times. And it is consistently excellent. It mm-hmm. is a great buffet. One of the best Disney buffets you will find. It's uh, limited menu, but good quality. It is good quality, yeah. and and it's all fresh. And I noticed the eggs weren't powdered. Um, the eggs were actually eggs, which, you know, it's always nice to have eggs that are eggs. Mm. Oh, and it's got kind of somewhat rare characters to meet, yeah. especially for Disney World fans. You never get to see, I know we said Coda's the one bear, but well, I can't. from Brother Bear, yeah. right? Yeah, for Coda the, you and have Kanai. The, yeah, you have the two brother bear bears, uh, Brer Fox and Brer Bear are there. Okay, and, Nico uh, from Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then Chip, Chip and Dale are there wearing their scarves and yeah. stuff, right? I mean, you don't get that. And then there's a, a Disney forest ranger character for yes. sort of comedy oh, yeah. relief yeah. there. Exactly, and uh, of course the other, the other great dining experience, Napa Rose, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, you talk to anybody who's eaten at Napa Rose, you say those words to them, they just kind of glaze over like many of the eyes in this room just did. And uh, Napa Rose, of course, is the signature restaurant, uh, not just of the Grand Californian, but of the Disneyland Resort, I think. It's the signature restaurant. Right. And uh, this is a culinary experience. This is not a dinner. 
This is a gourmet culinary experience, and this is, you know, uh, Chef uh, Andrew Sutton. Andrew Sutton, thank you. Um, is I mean, he's brilliant. He is the he is the the head chef for the Disneyland Resort. Correct. He's in charge of everything. But uh, this restaurant, along with Carthay Circle, are his special his special menus and his special touches. And actually, the guys got a chance. Uh, was it uh, you and Rhino? Corey and I. Corey and you. Yep. And had a chance to, uh, when we were filming in Napa Rose, Chef Andrew was extremely welcoming. Oh, absolutely. I, we also were invited into Steakhouse 55 and uh, uh, the PCH Grill over at Paradise Pier to get some shots of the dinner food. Uh, and with those, they just brought out food. And we got to look at it. They're very accommodating yeah, for extremely us. accommodating. And it was great to get some of that footage and pictures. We figured the same thing would happen for Napa. And it was the complete different experience. We show up. They had already started prepping dinner. But I, I get there. And Chef Andrew asked what we needed. I want, I want to get some action of the kitchen. And I want to get the, the food. And... Instead of saying, okay, well, you know, stand on the opposite side of where you do the chef's table or the counter where they expo, he's like, get on back here. And I just looked at him like, uh, are you kidding? I'm, I'm allowed to come back into your kitchen? He's like, well, yeah, you need to get good shots. You, you have can't to be on just, your knees, but yes. <laughs> you, just, you, can't, you can't do anything like from back there. You need to get into it and actually get it. And so I was back there, and we thought that we covered the dishes we needed. And then he's like, no, let me give me something else. And then he did a private demonstration of their uh, scallop dish for us then, too, and uh, also let us try everything that was in front of us which is tough job poor thing yeah it was it was definitely the worst part but oh my god the (laughs) the pride that every person in that kitchen has is something i've never seen they are so proud of what they're doing why the restaurant is so good it's i I could eat there every night i think that's the i mean really napa rose is the premier restaurant in all of disneyland that's what i said it is the signature restaurant i mean not the not the the only signature restaurant but the preeminent one. Right. And uh, we do have video. We don't have it available right now. We're pre-recording this. Um, hopefully, by the time this goes up, uh, we'll have... Craig's nodding his head yes. We'll have it. He, he had to do some cleanup on the audio. And uh, if we do have it ready to go, this is where we're going to put it. And if we don't, it's just going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So, and we're back. Uh, so, that was you know that was kind of one of those magical moments on, on this experience, and you know because we didn't want to disrupt the operation when these guys would go in to shoot at dinner time and things like that. We only sent two of the men. Although I mean, there was ten of us out there. It would yeah. have been like you know, crazy. And when they came back and told me the story, I'm like, oh my god, why was I not in there? Oh my god, how could I have missed this? But uh, a private cooking demonstration from Chef Andrew. And to add something about Napa Rose, also they have a very comfortable lounge in there uh, with comfortable chairs. It's very inviting. So if you just want to stop in and have a drink, you can, even if you're not going to have a meal there. And just take in the ambiance. But you can order at the bar as well, right? You can order dinner at the bar. It's full menu, except if you want to do do the 
chef's tasting course, right. the prefix, then uh, they recommend you go into the restaurant for that. Right. And they do have a chef's table that you can make reservations for, and usually well in advance, and, and have a special dining experience. Another place I, I find myself... Uh, spending a lot of time when I'm at the Grand Californian is the Hearthstone Lounge, mm-hmm. which is right off the lobby. And an amazing, really fantastic lobby bar. And it really feels like I'm demeaning it by calling it a lobby bar because yeah. it's so yeah. much more than that. Right. And uh, it, it's, a great, it's a great bar. Um, in the morning, it is like the best place to get coffee. They have great coffee. And... You know, a lot of times when we're out there, it's usually a group of us, whether either with our ABD trip or as we did this trip, and we'll just kind of hang out in there and we'll order snacks and these guys will order their beers and their cocktails and I'll have my own sweet iced tea and a cup of coffee. Uh, but it's it's a place where I, I have spent hours and hours in this place. Yeah, Go down there with my, my laptop and, and the staff is phenomenal. The bartenders are amazing. They are amazing bartenders. It's just, it's basically our second base. Like you mentioned in the Disneyland Hotel show, if we're over at Disneyland Hotel, you'll probably find us at Trader Sam's. Mm-hmm. If we're over at Grand Californian, you'll, you'll probably find us, probably find us at Hearthstone. I was going to question you on the use of second base. I was going to say, shouldn't that be home base? But you're right. Trader Sam's is home base. Home base, yeah. <laughs> this is second base. Well, it depends on what hotel we're staying at. Yeah. Yeah. If we're out, if we're at the Grand, we're there. If we're at Disneyland, we're at Trader Sam's. Uh, the. Uh, the other thing about Hearthstone Lounge, which is really cool, is right outside Hearthstone is this beautiful outdoor fireplace. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's a little chillier, because it will get chilly in Southern California at certain times of the year, it is a fantastic place to go get a drink, hang out, sit in front of the fire. And again, it's just one of those experiences. There is a fireplace also in the lobby of the Grand Californian. So if you want to be indoors, you can do it there. But if you feel like being outdoors, it's a really nice it's a really nice experience. You just like the smoking lounge. It is a smoking area. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's also a cool place to hang out. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, in, the, in the inside fireplace, it's this huge grand stone fireplace like in the old lodges. But there's these enormous um, oversized rocking chairs mm-hmm. that you can sit in and really just relax. It's very nice. The other place to grab a bite to eat. Whitewater Snacks. Whitewater Snacks, Mm -hmm. which is their counter service, uh, quick service location. Mm -hmm. And i got to be honest, it's been a while since I've eaten there. The nachos are great. Nachos. (laughs) you got to have the nachos. Um, But it's standard burgers, pizza, chili dogs, things like that. Plus you can pick up, like Kathy said, the stuff for if you're staying in the villas. You can pick up breakfast foods and, and juices and drinks. Um, nachos are uh, everybody likes the nachos uh, you can get chicken or, or beef fresh chips uh, not I'm sorry I'm just going on Getting about hungry. <laughs> Tom loves nachos <laughs> yeah, really. no it's just these nachos are yeah, the cheap $11 and big old plate of nachos and they advertise it as beef nachos but it's really like carne asada which is like nice steak yeah wow yeah well it seems like everything um like the ribs that I, you can order in the in the lounge, those ribs are right. absurd. Plus, you, absurd. plus the outside seating area for Whitewater Snacks looks out into California Adventure. Which is very oh, right, cool. that's right. It does. It does. Um, there is um, 
I don't think the pool is too much to talk about uh, at the Grand California. It's a very nice pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a water feature, water slide. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not like kind of the Disneyland hotel right. pool where it's just kind of themed over the top. But it's a pool that's always full. And you can rent cabanas both at the Grand Californian and at the Disneyland Hotel. Correct. We've rented cabanas at the Disneyland Hotel, and they're fantastic. Um, I think they're worth the price. And, you know, you have your server that's assigned to you, your cabana section. And they'll bring you the f- at Disneyland Hotel, they bring you food from um, Trader Sam's. And and drinks from there, and uh, over here at the, the Grand Californian, it comes from Whitewater Snacks and from the Hearthstone. So um, just a great place to relax in, and with big, huge, overstuffed chairs. There's your own refrigerator. You get water and fruit that comes with it, and um, it, very relaxing. Indeed, indeed. Do you remember what the price point was on the cabanas? You know, I don't offhand because it just popped into my head okay. about the cabanas. But. There's another thing that the Grand Californians, uh, Grand Californian has that the other resorts don't, and that's a kids' club. So for parents that are wanting to go out and spend time together without the children, no matter which Disney resort you're staying in, you're, you would have to travel to the Grand Californian to drop your kids off at the, at the kids' uh, Location. Yeah, the little Pinocchios mm-hmm. area. And what did you think of that? You you had gone into that kids club. What did you think of I it? I actually I didn't make it oh, into you the didn't kids. Go in. No, um, but I no I didn't make the tour with you guys to the, the kids club. But um, but I do know that that is the only one on the property because I inquired about that at Disneyland and Paradise Pier, and they both said, well, in order to get that service, you have to take the children to the Grand Californian. I I would say that it was actually really nice inside. If I was a kid and I was put in there, there was a ton of board games. Uh, there was computers that you could play games on. They had that uh, the screen playing movies and kind of actual like bleacher seating for them and then other little comfy chairs they could sit in on. Uh, and then as, as an adult, they said that basically if you come there with kids, it's definitely open through the hours of Napa Rose. So drop off your kids and then go Ooh. to Napa Rose. <laughs> so always goes back to Napa Rose. Yeah, we, we look in there often because it's on the, the walkway to the breezeway to the DVC villas. So we, we see the counselors in there doing arts and crafts projects with the kids and, and playing games. Frozen plays perpetually in there <laughs> and the video games going on. So, and then the arcade that used to be next door to that was just recently converted to an exercise room. So you have a lot of ellipticals and, and other um, exercise machines that you can use in there now and that's new the uh, other thing i want to make sure i mention is club level uh at uh the grand california they have a beautiful lounge uh up there and same services as you would expect at any of the disney concierge properties club level properties uh where they do you know the hours are basically from about 6 a.m to 10 p.m 11 p.m and uh you know free soft drink or complimentary soft drinks water beer uh, throughout the day, they'll do you know snacks. They'll do some breakfast, continental breakfast items in the morning. They'll do some snacks in the afternoon. They'll usually have hot and cold hors d'oeuvres in the evening. I always get the question, is what they serve in the evening in the lounge, is it a meal replacement? No. <laughs> if you are looking at club level as a way to save money, stop it. Stop it. No. No. 
bad tourists. It is not. There is not an advantage monetarily to staying club level. This is about a service, a level of service that you're expecting. This is about having somebody to like handle your reservations, whether it's you want to go golfing or you want to take a tour or somewhere or you want to get into Napa Rose. A lot of times, especially with harder to get reservations, the, when the concierge from the resort calls, they know these people. They say, hey, listen, I've got a guest here. I really need to get in. And they, and they make something happen. And I'm convinced, although I don't know this for a fact, I'm convinced that Disney holds back certain reservations just for that purpose. So that's what the benefit of club level is. Again, you're talking about a, a minimum two to $300 premium over the same room in terms of if it's club level. So $500 a night room, standard, Seven to eight hundred dollars standard, if you're in club level, and there it's very expensive. There are times I look, and I'm like, no, I'm not spending that. I'm not spending that. But they get it, they get it because it's a very very popular hotel, and it is a beautiful lounge. And I will say, because the, the last time I stayed there back in December, we were concierge, and I the staff was amazing. The staff was they just were. absolutely amazing. And you can go out on the balcony there, and I got some shots of it for the video I put together. The view looks out over to Disneyland, and you could see the Matterhorn come up at the top, but on clear days, then you can see the mountain range that's right behind yes. it, and it's oh, wow. one of the most spectacular views. It's a spectacular view. And yeah. I know we keep saying about California, <laughs> the Grand Californian, there's this view, there's that view. There's a lot of views there, and there's none that are really that bad. And the access to downtown Disney, I don't think it can be beat. I mean, it's it just takes you're just right there. I mean, not that the other hotels are that far, but the Grand Californian is just dumps you right in the middle of downtown Disney. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of views, if again, if you're a Disney Vacation Club, there is in your wing there is a um, viewing area for World of Color on the top floor. Oh, is there? Yeah, oh. and it's not optimal. Because you're sort of seeing it from the side so that you don't really get a good view of the projections on the water screens. But, you know, if you're a family and you're just too tired to drag your children over there to watch it, that is a really good alternative. Because you can hear the music, you can see quite a bit of it, and then just head right back down to your room. So, I... uh is there anything I'm missing that you, anybody wants to throw in about Grand California? Do you want to talk about the spa? Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you. Mandara Spa, located at the Grand California. It's a Mandara, right? Yes. yes. And they call it Senses, I believe. Well, Senses is usually the, uh, the teen. They, they'll usually do a, a track of, of spa services for teens, and that's the one they usually call oh, Senses. Okay. And that's consistent over, I believe, over at Alani, and it's done on the cruise line now. Uh, uh, Mandara Spa is an Elemis spa, and what that means is that the treatments and the product are all from Elemis, which is a big spa company in London, and it's the product I use. I love it. Their men's line is out of this world. Um, what if you've done it on the? If you're uh, just speaking to guys now, if you've done the gentleman shave and facial on the cruise. And you're like, oh, look, it's an Elemis spa. You can go get it done there. Not going to happen on land. Not in the United States. They require, the U.S. requires a barber's license. They're going to give you a shave, even with a Bic razor. They have to have a barber's license. <laughs> it's not required on the cruise lines. 
But that's why that particular service was not available on the Pride of America when I sailed Hawaii. That's right. Because it sails only in American waters. Mm. So it has no casino and no barber's license. So they couldn't do that treatment. I was heartbroken. But it's an Alamis spa, which really, their treatments are phenomenal. I love their stuff. If you've been to the spa on any of the Disney ships, uh, you've been to an Alamis spa. And it's basically the same treatments that you're going to find there. And it's a small spa. They don't have a lot of treatment rooms. This is not like, like it is on the ships where it's, you know, 15 treatment rooms and all this other stuff. There, it's, it's, a, it's a, a much smaller spa, but a beautiful spa. Beautiful. And, you know, great. I'm glad you brought that up. Get, gets me to talk about Elemis. There you go. Elemis <laughs> product. It's all about the product. It's the first thing I do when I walk into a spa. What are you using? If I haven't heard of it, I probably don't like it. It's an Elemis spa because I know the product. I know the product and know the treatments. I'm so gay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is going to do it for our discussion of Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go to Disneyland.